0: Because uh, my uh, philosophy is, if you go into other things, mm. yeah, you might happen the same problem again. You might do halfway, then like, you, know, you think that it's tough. You think that uh, you're not good enough. Then you're quick anyway. You're quick again and again. Yeah. Yeah, so why don't like, you know, choose one thing. Yeah, try your very best. Give in your 100%, 200%. Like, don't care about what people are saying. Don't care about other noises. Okay. Yeah, then if you believe in yourself, Let's do it. Hi, my name is Kai Chan, a financial consultant, creator, and your host of the Creative Heart Show. In today's episode, I sit with Sham Adam, founder of this salon it's been said that he's the most loved hairstylist in Singapore. We talked about determination being key to pursue through obstacles of one's passion, being truly consumer-centric and caring for your employees. And as we speak, he's out there impacting lives, one hair image at a time. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Creative Heart Show. Today I'm very excited, in fact, I've been looking forward to this episode. <laughs> we finally, talk to this guy, yeah. this man right here. His name is Sham Adam. Hi everyone. Yeah, My hairstylist for, I think, um, about eight, eight, to, 8 to 10 years. I was thinking more. Eh. It's probably when about was your last night. year in Kimage? My last year in Kimage was about um, 7 years ago. 7 years ago? Yeah. So I think about eight to nine years. Yeah, yeah, about that's that's probably quite, quite, uh, quite right. So about a decade, about a decade. Uh, uh-huh. hairstylist and why I've actually been so excited to actually talk to him. A few reasons is because um, I've known him, even though I mentioned hairstylist, right? But I've never really seen him as a hairstylist. He's just a guy that happens to do my hair. Okay, for the past ten years, I've always had this, uh, you know, like gravitation towards him because he's really more than just a business person I, like he's 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 made me feel like you know like well, just uh, any one uh, of his friends for that, over a decade and, and and that's why i feel that he's the the, the the person that i've actually been looking forward to actually speak to and that's why i feel that like this episode is going to be quite epic there's going to be a lot of learnings because i'm really looking forward to actually pick his brains his business experience his approach towards our customers his customer service which i've always been really okay. admiring. Thank so, you. So, yeah. But before we really go into the good parts, I just want you to like, you know, uh, for those people who have actually got to know you, your origin mm-hmm. story, because I know you've actually been in uh, p and then after that, you've had a very successful career in Salon wow. BIM now that you actually established for yeah. yourself, uh, his own hair salon now at B Salon. But I just want you to actually go to a bit of your origin story okay. uh, through all the conversations that we've had over the years. Now, we, we touched on a little bit about you know, okay. life back in uh, Alosta and all that mm-hmm. But I just wanted to know Growing up right, mm-hmm. what sort of a kid were you? What sort of kid? Uh, mm. I think I'm a little bit playful okay. And quite timid also uh, It's just like, like now we are doing this interview I'm actually feeling a bit uncomfortable so, yeah. Which is like my self esteem is not as good But um, like until I start like, you know, doing hairdressing I found the confident level to elevate myself mm. with what I'm doing for my client because, like, I know that with my mm. skill, I can actually um, train myself mm. and talk more about the lifestyle. And that's like you know, what I, I you know go into helping people train mm. myself and I know have a very fun. good hairstyle to improve my customer lifestyle as well. Mm. When you were young, right? When do you, When was that? First, uh. Idea that you know that you realize that hey, I want to actually try hairdressing. Was that the, the, the Thing that you realized since young? Not quite actually. Or you try a couple of things and then after you realize that Oh, I think hairdressing is something that I have a little bit more interest in and that's why I'll go into it Okay, definitely but I like uh, art and uh, I didn't try uh, Much on like you know other field other than hairdressing probably about uh, music Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trained a couple of instruments. I know that that's what I like about uh, Leon. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the thing is like, because I came from a quite a like poor family, I would say, okay. not so well to do, but uh fully covered. Right. And uh, I realized one thing uh, when I grow up, it's very expensive to actually go into the musician lifestyle. Huh. Yeah, which is like, you know, when you are young, you are not so sure about how the society works. Yeah, and a little bit naive, so. Um, I didn't know that you have to spend so much money okay. I mean to, to become a like, musician Okay So I found another way which is that like my mom told me that She only have like 10,000 oh, okay. okay To actually help me to finish all my um, like study Because I don't really like to take loan also uh. So with the 10,000 right I believe that the hairdressing is only one thing that for me you actually can take a certificate, okay. take a license in a way, okay. like into hairdressing okay. without spending much money. Okay, Remind me if I'm wrong, okay. I we, it actually came to a conversation before that last time. Was it something that uh, your mom immediately supported you on in uh, terms of um, life, you know, No. Um, actually, mom, I want to do hairdressing. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. no. At first, like, like, my mom is like just a very ordinary, ordinary mom, which is like, most of the parents I don't see that they allow their kid to like you know um, like quit study right. and just go into like you know training their skills. Because most, most of the parents they want their children to like know to a degree, mm. take a very good search, mm. then you can actually look for like nine to five job So I like you no, know, that is like the, the normal parent would do. Okay. So we was like having a little bit of uh, confusion and like I think there's a bit of conflict whether my mom allowed me to like, you know, really travel into the hairdressing and I was quite lucky because my, I have three sisters yes. and I, most of my sisters they are, um, like came out and work ready. Yeah. so they can't pers- pursue their dream mm. and uh, they see that I, I really like what I'm doing so okay. they kind of suggested just let him do what he want Yeah. so that's the reason that actually I got into the hairdressing without much like uh, like family problem like family uh rejection rege- yeah. rejection and all yeah. that. what was your first encounter with hairdressing like? Was it someone nice. that you saw that oh wow that looks like something that I can mm-hmm. I can fulfill my dark inside was there someone? Um was there someone? If I have to find an idol right? Yeah. Um, that will be back to like twenty years ago. Yeah. Twenty plus years. There's this show called the Beautiful Life starring by Takuya Kimura and he was a hairdresser inside that show. Oh okay. yeah, because like 20 plus years, you know, the J-pop is so in and uh, he's actually starring as a uh, Japanese, so, a Japanese hair Yeah, it's a Japanese, uh, it's not a movie, it's a series. Oh okay. yeah. So in that show, I, I realized that, okay, it's actually not as easy that um, to, to just like, you know, learn skills and become a hairdresser. There is so many things that you have to practice there's so much theory and there's like a lot of hard work. Okay. so I believe that that part, right? I I know that I have that kind of determination, which is I believe that if I choose one thing, and if I want to practice with skill, right, um, I can do it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, I would say that is like one of the person that kind of influenced me, but it's a it's a science fiction. It's not a real person, yeah. but he represents right that uh, period of time of hairdresser, like how we actually um, can see so much from like just cutting hair but you became very successful. Yeah, but it's not a real story. It's just that, you know, something that it kind of pushed me. So if that was the one that kind of initiated it or before that you already have an idea and then that was like something Uh, that inspired you to want to go into it. Okay, if we're talking about inspiring, right? Yeah. I think like in our, in my teenage life, Uh. I tried to cut my own hair. Oh Yeah, I did, I did that. because <laughs> Yeah, because like if, Okay, you see, in my hometown, right, yeah. we don't actually have like a... so-called like a good hairdressing. Yeah, I think... I believe they, they have it now. Okay, But back in those days, right, it's more like a barber cut. So okay. it's like a very cheap, like you know, uh, it just helps to cut hair. Then I was like, I'm not satisfied at all. Whenever I go in, right, I feel that... Uh, like things that they cut for me, I feel that <laughs> it can be better. Right. Yeah, because I, I think there's a gift about me when I'm looking into like uh, like TV show things like that. i look looking at the hairstyle actually it can be done better but why during that time right my hometown there's no one studies can cut the kind of hair so I try myself yeah so that is like you know kind of kind of inspired me you know okay. I believe that I can cut better okay yeah so like you know without a doubt um, like once I finished my school day, right? Mm. Yeah, I straight go into hairdresser. Go into the course, then. Yeah, go into the course. So you uh, did the course in Malaysia? No, I did the course in Singapore. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I finished my secondary school when I, when I was seventeen. Okay. My mom straight away like you know, dragged me into Singapore. Okay. Yeah, because like uh, also that year my grandmother passed away, which is uh, she's the one who like you know look after me. Well, my mom had to work outside and I no, no one at, at home like you know to take care of her so my grandmother passed away and like you know that is like one of the I would say push for myself yeah that you you are now the one in charge in charge of? like because she's already mm-hmm. kind of like supported you Oh yeah because um, no one looked after me already mm. yeah then uh, my, my mom no would say that yeah you you have to come out to Singapore yeah. Have you always been a very independent kid? Like, uh, you're in you're no the way, young, you mentioned three sisters. I'm, I'm, uh, you're three three sisters, I'm the youngest. Yeah. Okay. Okay, independent in a way, right? Because mom is not around and my dad passed away when I was very young. So we have to like, uh, like t- taking care of ourselves. So, right. Which is like you have to think right because my mom have a very interesting character. Mm. The way that she uh, teach me and like wrote me, right? She would just tell me that, uh, you know what you have to do. Okay. Yeah, you are big enough, you are mature enough, you are you you know what is right and what is wrong, mm-hmm. and that is like you know how um, I have to be a little bit more self-disciplined in that way. Right. Yeah. So would you say that your kind of drive, your kind of discipline, would it would it My- be something that is actually probably you know okay. stem from your childhood a little bit or like. Would you say that mm-hmm. the person that you are now is very different where maybe you, you, you think that previously you were, you were more like a sport brat mm-hmm. or anything like that or because, I was because, never because your drive life, right yeah. it's, 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 it's something that I feel that a lot of people like very few people actually have. Yeah. I want to know like which part of your childhood actually kind of like really helped to nurture mm-hmm. and encourage that. What would you Maybe think? it's because of a broken family. Okay. yeah and um, um, okay. the, the thing is we all know that we need money to survive mm. which is like money is not everything but it create a lot of small small issue mm. and like, uh, I mean get to know that I have to earn more money mm. which is that I need something right so I start to think like what is the thing that can actually help me um, to build a better lifestyle and I Okay. At first, I never thought that hairdressing can actually make it so great. Mm. It's more like I, I just simply like you know have a dream to do a haircut, like using my my a little bit of my style and like, you know um, using my skill to actually build money. That's all. But right. I never thought that it can actually be greater than this. So it was a pretty innocent mm-hmm. approach. At first, yes. At first, yes but like um, along the years you kind of see how the market changed. Right. and like uh, a little bit on your own personality and character as well mm. whether you want to actually um, like keep on pushing yourself because the society change mm. every few mm. months the trend changes also and whether you are keen enough right to work things up mm. whether you are keen enough to actually like, keep pushing mm. which is like the drive coming right i would say that is because uh, I don't have all these things before, yeah. So in order to like you know achieve something, well, I would say that you just have to keep pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you came to, to Singapore. Singapore. You did. How long? How long was the course? Um, about one year. One year. Yeah, I remember it's like um, there's two course. Alright. Okay. Back then it's like uh, they call it NTC. Now they call it NITEC. Wow. Oh. Yeah like that is the cert that came up from so IT. Basically the same, NTC and IT. I, I'm not too sure whether it's the same. <laughs> okay. It's like the module thing. They okay. kind of change the name. Okay. So, uh, uh, I think it's six months and nine months. Yeah. yeah. Six months and nine months, about year plus. How yeah. so old oh, we were this again? 17th? Yeah. You cannot think a yeah. yeah. So with these two costs, right, mm. then you can get a so-called license. License. Yeah. The, it is like uh, don't get me wrong, it's not like you finish this course, right? You can straight away become a hairdresser, of course. No. It's only it's like a like start a, only. Yeah, it's just a start. Like a really, really. foot going in. Exactly. But the experience exactly. still has to be earned. You have to, like, you know, keep, keep polish up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but th- this is a problem that we are facing nowadays. Okay. Because a lot of like, uh, I would say the junior studies or right. like, like those people who just join the industry, they might think that uh, once they have a certain they can be a hairdresser, they can cut help with people and they can do like, most of the color or things like that. But that's not the case. Which is like, if you really want to become quite a good hairdresser, you have to go through a lot of training. Fundamental is the most important key. Mm. Yeah, which is... Um, a, a little bit of my story is like... Okay, when, when, I, when I was a junior studies, I also have the same problem. Right. Yeah, because of ego problem. Yeah, a little bit of egoistic. You, you thought that you can do this and that. When you're young, your You know, the drive for it became a little bit haywire. Because mm-hmm. you might think that uh, because of your drive, you can cut anything you want. So you, you kind of like try to be creative. You try to like, you know, um, do things that you thought is right. But end up right, all the haircut is just... Cannot make it. Can't make it. Yeah. So it, it, it took me a while. Okay. Um, More rebellious like the time. Um, maybe I would say that it's an um, initial part of being a hairdresser. Okay. Yeah, because like, you know, you are from um, like a junior assistant, uh, someone who like learning hairdressing. Suddenly, when you became a hairdresser, you thought that oh, you're good enough already. But okay. it's, quite a, it's quite a mistake. <laughs> okay. Like, but, but I, I gained experience through like, you know, the first few years, okay. like how and what I have to do. And sorry, With, so you started your first yeah. few years in Kimmage, um, right? yeah, Chimich. Okay. yeah. And um, then I realized that to do a very good haircut, mm. which is like uh, what, what I'm saying, like, right, um, because I like cutting hair, so I need to make sure that I have good enough skill mm. to actually like uh, give it back to the client. Mm. I, I believe in customer service, mm. yeah. So which is that like I kind of like you know, keep blaming on myself why I can't do it. So even mm-hmm. when you were like in your first few years, mm-hmm. you already have the notion that I roughly know what is um what is a good uh, presentation for the client. Okay. Yeah, I know what I have to do as a as a junior stylist. Okay. What I need to cut, what I need to uh, give it back to the client. Which is like I have more expectation. On, is, on on yourself. Uh, on my side and. Um, Whatever that I give back to the client. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of um I, I save. I save. then I realized that the 2 set that I initially um, got it right is not enough. Not which enough. is like not enough to become a good study. Okay. Yeah. So skill wise, skill wise, yeah. Okay. And um, all the found fundamental wise. Yeah. So I need to travel out. Yeah. Okay. I save money, okay. like every year we'll travel out to a different country. Yeah, Japan, um, do I have to say this? Yeah. Just, yeah. We, we we go we go to a few countries, yeah. like UK, um, Japan. So it's all for the causes, right? All for the causes, yeah. Like that, that's why my uh, first ten years in hairdressing, right? Yeah. I don't really spend so much time for myself as in uh, to go and enjoy the world. Okay. Every year when I go up travelling, right? Yeah, it's always training. It's always training. Yeah, it's always training. And the reason that, like, why it's only training, right? Because I I feel that if you want to actually master the skill, yeah, if you really want to call yourself a hairdresser, you must understand what is hairdressing. Yeah, that's also the reason that why I uh, came up with the idea. Like, haircutting is all about the lifestyle, it's not about like just cutting your hair. You see, trend instantly changes. Every few months, you see, like, um, a, a different hairstyle, uh, like a different branding, they were came, came up with a different collection. Mm. But does all the collection right, work on every individual? Mm. So you have to be very sensitive about it. Mm. You have to like, you know, be a very fast learn, learner. You have to go and figure it out. Uh, which hairstyle and what kind of uh, color combination is, um, is okay for a certain individual? Yeah. Therefore, you have to like read the client, you have to talk to the client, you have to uh, really um, share their lifestyle before you can even create a hairstyle for them. Okay, yeah. But of course, all these comes are experience? Uh, or, yeah. or, or, or was it? All, all these things are mm. kind of like some of the things that are being covered theoretically when you went to these courses. No, mm. it's, it's not covered. So actually. you went to these courses it's yeah. good to know like mm. the people in the industry, to them about the experience or what do you do at these courses? Um, okay when, when we go to the courses right it depends on which company right but most of the uh, education hairdressing system they will teach you about hair cutting right. yeah not so much about like how to talk to the client yeah which is there's the part that um, like many hairdressers they kind of lacking of mm. like um, I, I won't say uh, most of the hairdressers but some of them they might um, like don't figure out, okay. they forgot about like does this hairstyle like, actually will go into the customer lifestyle okay yeah and it's because the academy they don't teach mm. they won't tell you that um, oh you have to know like you know uh, your client what kind of good people that she or he is meeting okay and about their occupation things like that so it's all about like you know being creative like what well, you have to cut a very avant-garde hairstyle okay you have to do like a crazy hairstyle to impress a client but the problem is that you can't impress your client if you give a wrong haircut. Mm. Yeah, and um, so some of the school they does teach you a little bit on the uh, oh, what's that, the image side. Right. Yeah. So you have to like, you know, constantly um, pick things up along the way. Yeah. So your strength was being able to observe and pick the things. Yeah, observation. I thought that is one of my strength. Yeah, okay. yeah. But um, still have to go through the experience. Yeah, okay. It's not like you know, uh, once you like know that you you are sens- sens- sensible enough okay. or like you are observational enough, right. then you can do whatever it is no. You still need to like read a lot. You still have to um, go through a lot of study. <laughs> that whether uh, this thing works or not. I think it will be very beneficial, right? Like the next few minutes that we were gonna go into. Mm-hmm. Like imagine, let's say for example, uh aspiring hairstylist or mm-hmm. a creative or an artist that happens to actually watch this episode or this okay. stuff okay. to, to talk about, you know, your so you you had that. Um, years where you were kind of like, you know, a bit more rebellious, a bit more creative, without sticking to the system. Yeah. And then after that, I'm sure slowly you found mm. that, oh, this is actually more of a pace to go and things like that. Okay. Um, so, that, that few years, I think mm. uh, up, up to before I actually knew you, Uh uh-huh. how, what, what would you say, like, how do you actually change as a hairstylist or hairdresser mm. over the years since the beginning? That part about me, yeah. Uh, mm. I think that would be one of the very struggling part. Okay. Yeah, because um, as you try to please everyone. Okay. Yeah. means, Which is like most of most of the clients come in, right? Okay. Um you're trying too hard. Like I, I think for myself. Okay. Yeah, I am trying too hard to actually please most of the client. Like um, What do you do? What do I do? What? Um I think I try to use whatever collection there is in the market mm. to mix and tap, give it to every client without knowing that whether they can take it or not. So you think that this is the way to go, and then it's a template, yeah, yeah, yeah. You found that yeah. Answer you have something and that. template the haircut. yes, yes. Oh, okay, and also um I think. Few of the mistake is more like um, I thought um, this is it. I thought okay. this is going to be the hairstyle that it, it will work for the client. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't study enough. Right. I didn't ask enough. Right. Yeah, yeah. to actually even, be, uh, even begin with the with the haircut. Okay. Yeah. So rebellious, as in, I would say that um, too confident. Mm. Yeah. Um, when you are too too confident, you make a lot of wrong judgment. Then what happened to like you know that actually kind of helped to wake you up from this? Uh, I think was it was it a feedback from a client or was it a feedback from a senior? No or I, I will always ask um, feedback actually. Okay. I always ask feedback from a client like ask them that like if they, if they um, come on the next visit hmm. I will ask them about so how do you feel about the last haircut things okay. like that. Just to get a little bit more um, like inside out of it. And um, I, I think I'm lucky enough that um, the hairdressing back then, right? Yeah. It's not so uh, competitive, mm. which is the customer will give you a lot of uh, chances. Okay. Like even you, you don't do a very good job, but the customer will still come back for you. Yeah, yeah because the, there's, there's not too many salon back then, but now it's okay. different. Yeah. yeah, now it's like I would say that if the hairdresser, they want to really get well paid in this line huh. they have to be really really good at it yeah very good in the sort of skill skill uh, not, not only skill you you must have your signature mm. yeah if you don't brush enough if you don't polish enough if you don't have like your own personality too what is that signature like um just like what what are you good at you know, your cut okay. are you good with bob haircut one lang mm. coloring you must come up with a, a certain idea okay yeah and the clients recognize that um, because I, I I don't know like um, yeah, speaking they speaking as mm-hmm. someone from out of the industry okay, as just okay. a normal consumer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give you my perspective. Maybe because I'm a guy la. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe Fiona can actually share with me her opinion as But as a normal consumer, right when mm. I go into a hairstylist, uh, actually sometimes I, I I feel bad telling him this la. mm. <laughs> Like no, no, no. I actually think, no really, uh, I, I think they're, they're, the haircuts that you've been giving me are, are uh-huh. always very good Okay. But okay. sometimes you actually try a bit more adventurous yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff But to me at the end of the day, still the same <laughs> eh. <laughs> so, I like I know. so to <laughs> me like what always draw me, mm. keep drawing like I, like I find myself drawing back to him like time and time again And now it's like almost like a decade is almost mm-hmm. gone Okay. It's just his personality, no? Okay. Yeah. so, to me, right, if you're talking, you talk about signature, right, mm. I would think that is your personality. But you mentioned mm-hmm. that apparently there is a certain uh, strength in terms of the the, the craft itself, the craft itself. Uh, whether it's a board card or anything like that. Mm. Is that what clients, based on your opinion, is that what they usually see? Uh, um, or most of them are like me? No. Um, if come to the ladies, right? Yeah they would actually look up for something that um, they would like to do okay so it's just a guy thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) is it the same for you (laughs) do you do you recognize certain cups like oh yeah like you know that like do Mm. ladies generally do that like for example oh this this is good at Short hand. that's is good at? Yeah, oh, there is, there is, yeah. Sorry for my ignorance. No, no it's okay. <laughs> but that, that is the... It's, it's actually part of the marketing okay. also. Okay. Like uh, what you are good at, then you sell that one particular thing. Okay. Yeah, maybe some, some people they are very good with colour, highlight, balanyage. Okay. Or it can be like um, multiple colours. Okay. Yeah, so the studies have to know, are, are they good at it? They, do they want to sell this? Okay. Yeah, so that is the craft thing that I'm talking about. So if it's so many different crafts right, mm. how do hairstylists like mm-hmm. choose? Like? Or is it something that oh, is, uh, they feel like they like this craft so they will start to niche into this Okay, this style. is a very interesting yeah. question. Because um, it's only in Asia okay. or like I would say most of the South Asia, this is how the hairdressing works. Mm-hmm. You have to learn everything. Okay. Yeah. Yes. From washing hair, blow dry, perming, coloring, treatment, you have to know almost everything. Okay. Yeah. But not every single stylist they can do that. you say, um, like if you are talking about European and USA, right? I guess the stylist only need to like you know, know one skill, which is like if they are if they are cutting hair, they call themselves a cutter. Okay. Or like you know they are the hairdresser, so they don't need to worry about like you know the color because they have another person who in charge of color they call them colorist oh, yeah okay. so they don't need to like you know uh, split themselves into two parts like oh, they okay. just like uh, i do the haircut you do the color yeah okay. Okay. but in in south asia it's a bit different we almost have to do everything has it always been like this since you started um yes okay yeah so it's still about it still, the same. It's still the same. yeah okay. maybe the industry um doesn't really look into uh, like how the uh, Europe doing. Okay. Yeah, they break into a two section. Some of the salon they actually did try before, right? Like you know, they break into a few columns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hairdresser, calories, perma. But uh, it doesn't work out very well. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I personally thought that the the local market, mm-hmm. uh, most of the clients they prefer like one in charge. Like mm-hmm. if you're my hairdresser, you should be the one who like, yeah. know, take care of me. Yeah. So I I like that I like that idea. So mm. is I have to be the one who like um, like doing all the all the uh, creation for my customer? It's not necessary. Like I'm the one who will do everything, but it have to be. I, I will have some assistant, right? I will have the assistant help me, but I'll be the one who like know, create the product. Yeah. I think in the local market, the customer still prefer this way. I see. Yeah your experiences, so yes, how many years do you spend in Kimmation? Uh, mm-hmm. 11. 11 years? Yeah. And I know you on the, like, the last 2 years. The last 2 years, oh, yeah. So the, the, the total year. hair experience now is, is coming it, to 20 already. 20 years. Yeah, Yeah. Two 20, year. yeah. 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 Then the next yeah. chapter was Salon yeah. then. The next chapter is with Salon yeah. Mm. yeah. But, um, like, okay, these two companies, they give me a different... Um, idea mm. they give me a very different journey about how to become a, hair, a hairdresser. As for Kimish I think they more focus on like I would say what do you have to sell. Yeah because it's a chain yeah then the, the things they they promoting is different. Not hairstylist but it's more on branding Okay. Yeah, It's more like, okay, you have to do this, this is going to be the collection for the next three months. Yeah, so you have to do this. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. And then when it comes to um, salon room, um, some it's is more interesting right. in a way that um, they focus on almost everything. Right. Yeah. That, and, and it's also like um, maybe it's a bit too messy because when you try to like, you know, work with like um, everything, you you'll be kind of messed up. Yeah, because you're not too sure like what you are good at really. Yeah. But what I learned from Vim, I would say is marketing. Yeah. More of self uh also
1: mm, yeah. how
0: to market yourself. How to market yourself. Yeah. How to market yourself. How to build your your own uh, like the hair logic. What you can sell to the client, and I not. It's not about like the trend itself. Yeah, Let's see. So you spent, uh, how many years ago? in? So in mean, I think almost six years. Six years. Yeah, ago. six to six and a half. About years. Yeah. If you can recall in your life, I mean, not necessarily during your years in London, but yeah. like your entire s- mm-hmm. uh, hairdressing career. Okay. Can you recall any like worst experience with that? Worst experience, yeah. Worst experience of the customer. Mm. How, how did it feel like? Um, what Definitely, there's, there's a few, yeah. uh, bad experience. Right. Like, like um, okay, customer come in with a certain expectation, right? They will show you a couple of picture. They want this and that, and um, you know that like whatever they have, right, uh, cannot achieve. Okay. Yeah, so you have to try to advise them. Right. Yeah, so this will come with the consultation already. Yeah, because um, okay, when, when I have the bad experience, it's more like when I'm not good at my consultation. I, 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 do not, um, I do not have a good experience enough to share what can be done. Oh, yeah, okay. so they will actually like, you know throw things at you. They will ask you, no, I want this. Yeah, it's more like the customer will do all the same. But, but the real consultation is that you have to do it. Um, like both people have to listen to each other. Understand? Yeah. The stylist have to understand what is the need, and um, then the studies have to tell the client what can be done. Mm. Yeah. So the worst experience will be the customer don't accept your opinion. Okay. Yeah. They just want yeah. their hairstyle. Okay. Yeah. They just like want you to achieve the expectation. That's without right. knowing that whether can or cannot. So is that something that you, uh, like you, you try to teach the juniors as well? Uh, like yeah, in, in my doctor. salon we actually very much focus into consultation. Okay. We will we ask our studies to look, ask a few questions first mm. yeah, before even like, you know, decide on the hairstyle. I think the, the key thing is really to listen to so that's the, the person part that, that You would say that mm. one should pay attention to the most Yes. Because if not the subsequent mm-hmm. experiences it it's gonna exactly. be a loose loo, exactly. loo situation for everyone. Um okay, what I, I always say this to my staff. Um being a hairdresser, hair cutting or hair colouring is a must to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like oh, you're really good at it. No. It's a, it's something that you have to be done. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's more like what is the um what the what is the what is the word uh? Uh, What else you bring to the table? No, what is the element? What's the yeah, element, what is the element? But what is the need from the client? Okay, then you can actually like you know give give it to them. Okay, that's more important, which is that you have to find out through the consultation. Yeah. So like, if what what like how 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 do you mm. really teach them? Like this kind of thing, it's mm. like a. One to one, I would say stylist. We we do a lot of role play. Ah, okay. Yeah, we I do see. role play. We actually we always ask a question uh, through our experience. I say, like, what is the worst question? Okay. Yeah. What is the very difficult question? Okay. Then we will try to like you know bring it to um, the the training. Then we will try to like you know, figure out okay ah. what to do. So this is yeah. actually, this soft skill part of things is yeah. really a part of the training. Oh yeah, it's very important. Yeah. Cool, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. usually like even for finance or any other mm. career, basically the part, I mean different industries call it very differently. Okay. You know, your industry will call it consultation. Yeah. My industry calls it consul- consultation as well. Okay, okay. Other industries basically just call it as listening to your customers. But oh, I think okay. this part is the, it's really the make or break of the entire I know. journey I later know. on. Yeah, this part, if you don't do well, uh, that's it really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. the, the whole section will be gone. <laughs> because I feel that through, through engaging you, right, mm-hmm. uh, and through our conversations, uh, many years, you always believe in this very uh, transformative customer experience. Right? Mm. That someone actually goes to your salon, leaving it feeling very different, to want to actually eventually come back again. I yeah. want to know, because like, we were actually talking about like, how important it was, but I also want to know why is it so difficult in your opinion right, to mm. practice it in your industry? Mm. Like, Is it something that's very difficult? Because mm-hmm. if, if it's something that's easy right, yeah. I would think that every single salon is practicing. I think most of the hairdresser when they uh, come to hairdressing journey right, mm. their first idea is all about hair cutting. Okay. Yeah, they, the, the the first thing they will talk about will be like, how am I going to cut this hair for the client? Uh, how am I going to like train, uh, to get a better haircut? Yeah, but they b- without much knowledge about about the soft skill. Okay. Yeah, because you see, right, every customer they will have like their own uh, client to meet also. I mean, yeah. like this is for you, you have to face your client also. Okay. Okay. If I do not understand that what kind of client that you are facing, right? Mm. then I'll be like, you know, do any hair selfie. Yeah, because it can be very interesting. I can like, you know, do a punk cut. I can like, you know, ju- based on like, you know, your appearance. Yeah. Then I can just give you a very tidy look, you know. Okay. But I, I, I believe that you have to be quite stylish also when you're facing your client. Mm. So that would be the soft skills part that you have to polish. But not every hairdresser, they actually understand that um, beside your skill. Yes. Yeah. You have to like you know bring up your own personality. Yeah. Yeah. So that is how you actually have to like you know have your client to build up their own image mm. as well. Yeah. For the record, uh, mm. He he has been the reason, other than my wife. <laughs> oh okay. been the reasons why uh, I actually break out of my hair patterns. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he first knew me, right? <laughs> I you. Think I, I <laughs> <laughs> oh yes I did! Oh, yeah, yeah, And so... I, 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 I remember. Like, <laughs> you know, I give it in. I give it in. Like, I, I still help you to cut the so tail. that was the <laughs> consultation period. <laughs> la. <laughs> because that's like almost like 9, 10 years ago. I, uh, I didn't push you enough. Okay. I didn't tell you, I, I didn't like know, straight away cut you that, oh, you shouldn't have a tail. Okay. Yeah, I, I give you a few chunks first. Yes. Yeah, then until I feel that mm, maybe we build some trust in you It wasn't tail. just tail, it was like Actually, now I, remember I look back at the pictures like yeah. I, I couldn't be more nerdy than the yeah. nurse. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like um <laughs> I need to understand you yes. then I I have to so, like you know re stuff re um correct, recut an image for you. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought it's important. Oh. Yeah. At, at, at which stage would you say like because maybe um uh, yeah I, I I feel that for your for customers, that like even when, we, when we've actually met your other customers mm-hmm. as well, we feel that you know, their relationship with you is basically mm-hmm. just as warm as, 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 as we do it or even more. Yeah. I just want to know like, through, through our, mm-hmm. even our uh, relationship, our friendship, our, our clientele-ship, right? Through the years, at which stage that you felt that or is the, is the skill that actually that plays a part whereby you know that. This guy or this lady mm. is uh, is ready for me to really more advise a bit more. You mean, like you know, uh, like how long me and my client find we know each other yeah. or like typically. Okay, it depends on uh, depends on what's what client. Okay. okay, yeah, because some customers they, they come to you right, yeah. uh, through some introduction or they can search you uh, online through the marketing, um, like. So I, I need to ask the customer a few questions, like whether they um, they have seen some of the product that I did before, mm. they some of my creation mm. and uh, if yes, right, then I'll be more confident to ask them, ah, do you guys okay. ready to change? Okay. Yeah. If they're feeling adventurous, mm-hmm. if they come in to actually get like a new thing, right? Then I will show them a few things first before we Ideas. jump into it, mm. but um, I will always like to know one thing from the time first whether they really want to change yeah if they are not right then maybe i'll go this yeah like for the first round maybe i would just perform a haircut like without like you know um like even a very big image changing mm-hmm. yeah just Do a- perform a haircut um because I-, I want to know that whether they, they, they take care of the hair and also like i think different people mm-hmm. even when they say yes i'm ready for change different yeah. people Exactly. Are ready, they are, they to are, they a are different. Ready, right? ever is mm-hmm. different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, because as you say that, right? I mm. was thinking last time when I said ready, also I'm like, mm. ready, but not too adventurous. Not to adventurous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you, you have to be, you have to know your shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can always say that. Yeah. Okay. You have to understand, like, you know, there is a, uh, th- th- what kind of customer there is. Yeah. So, if you, if if you be able to like you know, find out the juice about it, right, mm-hmm. then uh, you are going to be safer. Yeah. It's so true. through your experience of like through through these years of uh, hairdressing and like, when you first started, right, I'm sure it was mm-hmm. not a sudden realization that oh this is going to be my passion. Was it something mm-hmm. like that? It wasn't. Right. It was a gradual stage. Um, was it, the, the the passion came from the movie series that I talked about earlier. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Um, that is because you are you are young yeah. and you idolize someone mm. yeah when you idolize someone you will try to like you know be like one of them right but without knowing that whether you are ready or not right yeah so i would say that um, yes i do have the passion but, but you need you start, to go through a when you start to, yeah correct exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. because like you mm. know the the years that you mentioned that you were mm. struggling yeah i think to a lot of people they would have actually probably left yes exactly yeah so What kept you on? Was it like you realized that? Okay, I I need to rewind this a bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The passion only come in right. Yeah. When you actually uh, you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision uh, whether you want to continue or not. Yeah. Because everything can be tough. Like I would say that even you become a doctor, lawyer, or pilot. um, Like I would say that. Every different line, right, they will have like, you know, their, their tier. Mm. Like when, you, when you're doing okay on a tier one, like how to actually go to tier two. Mm. Like there's a difficult part. Actually, same thing in hairdressing. Okay. Uh, a lot of people, they are talking about just the passion. Yeah. But the passion, right, you need to, you need to pay for it. There's a price to pay, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's your love on. Mm. Yeah because if you really want to like you know focus so much on one thing right you can't have much time on the other thing. Mm. Yeah so y- there's a little bit of sacrifice that you have to mm. give out also. Yeah. What, and what, what made you was it like when you were mm. going through that stage right? How were you feeling that time when you were struggling? Um, like, um, were there, were there times About to quit is it that kind yeah, of correct. Yeah. Right, of, yeah. yeah. Okay. First, I want to know what pushed you on. I asked myself, yeah, do do I still want to cut hair? Okay. Great. Yeah. Is this going to be like a um, career? Okay. For my for for my for this online, right? Yeah. So that would be like I would say a breaking point. Were there no other options? There is. There is. So you yeah. had other options on. Um. Yeah. I almost go into uh, SIA as a as the other. Yeah. You actually mentioned. That. Yeah. We, I. I went. I went to an interview. Yeah. And like actually I. I went for the second part of the interview, right. also. Yeah, so they almost confirmed me, okay. but I, I, I didn't join them after all no. So you made the decision? Yes, I asked myself, okay. yeah. is this going to be like a uh, uh, career changing? Right. Do I want to go into another career? So I asked myself a question, do I still want to cut hair? Okay, my answer is yes, why do you choose yes? Um, that, that is my initial thought Okay, yeah, that's like the. Um, in the first place, why would I want to choose hairdressing? Because I know that I, I really want to, like, you know, talk to the client, I really want to create something with my own hand. So, but maybe you can, you can say that I can be a chef, I can create something, but I don't find that passion. Like, maybe once in a while, cook, I think I'm fine. But if you're really talking about, like, um, do I enjoy cutting every day? I think I am. Yeah. So it's because of those times when you were, mm. that you find us, find yourself enjoying that craft. Yeah. That's why it it was a no. And it's difficult. In, okay. And it's very okay. difficult. Because you like um, you're not fully recover what is hairdressing is. Which is that's the interesting it's interesting part of it, right? You, you don't realize this. You you don't okay. know what exactly is hairdressing. Okay. Is, which is like you can um, you can't do a very good performance yet. Okay. Yeah, I mean for, the, for, for cutting hair and things yeah. like that Which is like, it makes me even more want to push myself Which is like, I, I remember I asked myself this Am I really good at what I'm doing with it? Yeah, and, and if it I'm not it. right, yeah. then finish it Finish what you started Yeah, try to like, you know, make it the best first. Then if you want to move on to other things Then you Because like, my uh, philosophy is If you go into other things mm. Yeah, you might happen the same problem again. You might do halfway, then like, you know, you think that it's tough, you think that uh, you're not good enough, then you're quick anyway. You're quick again and again. Yeah. yeah, so why don't like, you know, choose one thing. Yeah, try your very best, give in your 100%, 200%, like don't care about what people are saying, don't care about other noises. Okay. Yeah, then if you believe in yourself, just do it. But it's also because you realise that you enjoyed it, right? I do. I do. Would yeah. you say that, that is the key because mm. the next question I was gonna ask you is that to those people who have not quote-unquote found mm, yeah. their passion yet, right? Right. what would you say to them? Mm. You know like they, yeah. they are facing that part right? it's gonna be it's very challenging they feel like giving already and then they actually have another option. Mm-hmm. What do you think that is the kind of advice that you give to them? Like what makes them choose one over the other? Well we, we can't predict the future right? right but you can foresee something because like. Um, I I I have a feeling that every single individual, right? They roughly know what is their need, mm. and they roughly know like you no know, what they are talented with. Mm. So go through that path, right? Then you choose what is next. Yeah, whether or not that is a passion, right? Mm. Passion can come easily and they go away easily also, but the determination is a key word actually. Mm. Yeah, whether you want to like you know push yourself, but passion can be like you no know, just just start somewhere. Yeah, but without your perseverance, right? You will just like, you know, give it out easily. Or something. Mm. Yeah, just like uh, when you love someone. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, the first sign can be like, wow, I, 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 this person. But without the commitment, do you think it will work out no? Yeah, I, I think that's actually very important because a lot of people uh, get a bit stuck and not know, not, not knowing like what are the, mm. you know, when you're in that position when mm. everything seems very uh, bleak. Seems very like uh, unclear. Yeah, unclear. You basically mm-hmm. do not know what to choose. You do not know what are the signals you should actually be picking mm-hmm. up. Whether you should be listening to your friends, you should be listening to your family. You mm-hmm. should be li- even listening to yourself. Yeah. I think what you actually point out is actually very important. Is bec- it's the part whereby um, can you see yourself continue to enjoy the yeah. the craft itself and exactly. whatever you're doing. Exactly. And uh, okay, for 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 my for my case, right. Mm. Um, it's like a journey to recover your personality as well. Mm. It's a journey to actually brush yourself, like, um, to prove that, are you good enough? Um, you see, when we come to a society, right? many people, they come out, they just want to earn money. Mm. Then, uh, without talking much on the passion, whether this is the line that we actually um, involved with, um, say, elevate your idea, elevate mm. your lifestyle and make yourself a, a better person. If we're looking too much into just cash, mm. income, then I will say that uh, whatever you are doing right, you won't be satisfied. Yeah, because money comes in and money go out. Mm. That's the whole cycle, right? Mm. But if if you are actually based on your passion to keep pulling sharp one thing right Eventually, you will see the outcome wonderfully mm. Yeah, that's how I felt about it Is that what you... Is something you realised over the years? Mm, yeah Cause I think we all started with money driving Yeah in the beginning. Oh for my case it's different Oh for <laughs> my <laughs> case it's very different Okay, okay at first right Please uh, share uh, because I think I... it's very important Okay, but I I go in right like, yeah with a very uh, simple mindset, very naive in a way. Yeah, I just feel like uh, or maybe because I came up from like a very kampung area. Okay. Which is like I I, I don't have a very big value about money. Okay. Or I don't have a very huge understanding about how the society is going to run. Yeah. Okay. It's more like oh you earn a bit of money you uh, find someone settle down you, like get a baby you know things like that. Alright. Then without knowing. Uh, so much about the society okay yeah that's that's why uh, I find myself a little bit uh, funny in such a way that I don't see money as important at first. yeah then along the way right then uh, things start incoming okay yeah I know a lot of burdens starting coming you have to pay for this kind of debt you have to take what kind of loan you have to do a lot of like uh, like, I would say a journey to become uh, an adult, right? So there's a lot of uh, things on your shoulder, right? Yeah. That's like, you know, when you worry about money, right? Yeah. So I would say that there's the part, right? You have to do a good measurement. Yeah. Money first or passion first. Okay. I believe that a lot of uh, like, I would say new people, when they start to join any, any kind of job, mm. they will get a bit of confused. Uh. Yeah. Which is more important. Yeah. yeah. If you get the bread, then maybe you lost something that you like. Mm. And how to actually combine these two things is really, really important. Mm. Yeah. I, I always believe in one uh, idea. If you good at what you're doing, and if you find a way to actually sell it to the society, mm. that will make it big, though. Okay. Yeah. You have to, like, you know, really. Um, yeah, you have to be very transparent to yourself first Yeah, ask yourself a few questions And um, like do some homework, do some research Then you launch whatever product you have and mm. Recognise the value in, yeah. in what you are trying to create mm-hmm. And tell yourself to society yeah. yeah Yeah, I think that's a, that's a very uh, valuable point First, yeah. I, it's recognizing how much is mm. enough like, when you talk about like you know, money mm-hmm. itself Okay, you see it is never enough for like some people Like right? what I, I think what you were saying when mm. you say like you don't really see that mm-hmm. um, like, I, I think you do see value in uh-huh. money, but yeah. it's not more like uh, to, to you is um, how much do I do I need at this point of time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after that Mm-hmm. Can I actually invest it in the time for me to actually continue to pursue what I want to do? Yes. That, that's, that's for you. Is that, is that what you're doing right now? Um, now now is a new level. Okay. Okay. Now it's a, different, different <laughs> now thing. Now it's a very different <laughs> thing. Yeah. Because I, I found a way to actually combine these two things already. Okay. Which is I think I'm one of the lucky Yeah, it's, okay. it's more clear. And uh, you know that uh, because initially I, I don't even want business. Okay. Yeah, Because like when you are um, like doing something that you like, try to put it into business, right? Yeah. Uh, like what I say, very confusing. Like you don't know how. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know how to even market yourself. You don't even know, like, you know how to let people know what you're good at. Right. Yeah. Then you have to keep on trying. Which is like uh, above all this uh, entrepreneurship, right? Um, a, a very great lesson for myself is like because you know you have to be done already. You know this business started up, you have to make it work. Okay. Because there's so many people that like, you know, uh, follow you uh, Like your, your employee Like how you actually make sure like, um, they got enough of rice Yeah, how you make sure that you actually cover their life lifestyle, Which is like you, you, die die have to make it work mm. Yeah, so I think it's a very great value To have this kind of, this level of clarity right Where mm. you are right now right, That you mentioned sure that you are able to find Mm -hmm. the balance and find you know the the where you are with these two things Mm -hmm. between money and passion right. Mm -hmm. What would you say in terms of like how would someone Mm -hmm. get to this point? Mm. Is it really just going through experiences? I think that there will be uh, a combination of few points. Okay, experience is one thing and the other thing is uh, Whether yes or no, this is uh is going to be a helping point. Yeah. Because
1: it, how do it's you not, get to this directly
0: yourself? It's, it's you? not about like you know, you yourself and it, okay. yeah. You have to think about like, other people. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm not I'm not trying to say that I'm, I'm trying to help others. Yeah. But it's more like if you think that whatever you're doing is right, yeah, it's uh, uh, like morally is good, mm. you if you're Point is to help other. Then it, it can make it bigger, yeah. Because if you if you keep thinking that this is a um, an idea of like you know bring up your own lifestyle, um, it it can't go very far, if you, yeah. It can't go very far. But when you think about like I want to help my my, my, my friend, or I want to help my uh, my staff to build out like this lifestyle, I think the push will be even bigger, mm. yeah. Because you're You have a bigger push, you see. Yeah, you have a bigger motivation. Mm. That once you are motivated to actually uh, make things uh, enhance, right? Then you can actually go better. When do you start to realize that you you like to bring up those around you on a journey and like, and therefore help them in their career? Is that always when some, do you do? You, would you say that last time when you first started, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in, in your hairdressing career, are you? Do you, Can you recall if you yeah. are someone that is? Uh, I mean, I know you're a very humble guy. Oh, okay. But if let's be transparent. Would uh, you actually say that you are someone that is? Uh, you know, you 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 see that you mm-hmm. you are someone who's actually very helpful. Okay. Okay. Would you would you say that? And that's why you feel that oh maybe. Going into a business, you know, you have, That's why you actually have this vision that you know you want to bring up the community. Okay, okay. With, with this point, where yeah. actually I'm, I'm still learning also. Okay, because like um, when when you feel that like maybe I give you an example. When you think that uh, cutting hair, yes. in one length is very important, but to some of the hairdresser, they might think that what is this so important about it? But you yourself, you you got a full idea already. You have to be very precise, you have to know uh, what is like uh, a very good one-line hacker. Mm. But the other person does not agree with you okay. like, How are you going to uh, actually um, give them like, some advice mm. or give them uh, uh, a correct direction yeah. So you can't force them, right. you can only like, you know, share your idea like, you know, um, like why is it important yeah. If you give a very uh, wrong Message right, they might feel that you are pushing them. Mm. Yeah. So I would say that helping people right is tough also in a way. Yeah, because they might don't agree with you. It's a thing for people to understand that yeah. uh, it's just like maybe like mm. consulting your clients. Yeah. Getting to know what they want. Mm-hmm. And then this, in this more of a context of getting to know the mm-hmm. people who are your colleagues or, 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 or rather the people that you're leading getting mm-hmm. you to know what they actually eventually want. Something like that. Just by help, helping people, right? Mm-hmm. I think that I, I learned a great lesson as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, how am I going to like you know um, be strong mm-hmm. and like you know um, be more uh, c- can be a mentor to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in such a way, right, I need to make sure that I can make it first. Mm. Yeah. So in a way, I need to push myself. Yeah. If I don't, right, then uh, whatever I'm saying, right, is going to be like just a rubbish. You know? exactly. Yeah. Because, you, because this is the very, uh, I would say, very clear point. Okay. When people want to follow you, they must see that oh, you have to be successful first. Yeah. But uh, what's the, what the determination of being successful? Yeah. Yeah. There's no word to describe, right? Some people say that oh you earn one 000, you're good enough. But some people you have, you have to earn ten thousand then it's enough. Yeah, so you have to just keep learning. Yeah. Makes sense. Alright? Yeah. Um, all right. Let me see yeah. Oh yeah, one thing that I've wanting to ask. So mm. right now you uh, you've been running your own salon, uh B mm-hmm. salon. Yeah. At one of the most prime places, which is millennial Walk, for the past uh, two two years, two years right, two years and three months, two years and three months. Yeah, two years and three months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> correct. Because it's been such a ride, yeah. right? right? Yeah. it's been such a journey. <laughs> so two years and, and, and three months at, at B Salon. And when you first started it out, I understand mm-hmm. that based on what I based on what I read, mm. uh, you actually invested about three hundred k in the business itself. Uh, one important question I want to ask but before that I just want to ask, uh, this 300 is solely co hard cash from you or you actually take a line of credit? Um, cash. Cash right? Cash. We didn't take it through on. every single thing right? Yes. Is it, is it something that you believe that um, for a lot of entrepreneurs right want to start their own business right? Mm-hmm. It's based right. on your own experience mm-hmm. right? Why do you not take a line of credit? Why do you throw money at your own? Uh, okay partly is because of our the the line of business that we have. Mm. Because uh, hairdressing the profit that we bring in right mm. is actually not as big. Mm. So my idea that is if I'm going to like you know take some loan out of it, yeah you know, then I need to pay some interest, things like that. Right. Um, I I feel that the pressure is more. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel that the pressure is more. So because like when I'm using other people money, right? I don't think that like the, I, I will push myself that much but when i using my own money yeah then I will give in 100% oh okay yeah so you are the kind that <laughs> once you cross over the river mm-hmm. you will burn your own bridge right? so you don't exactly. you give your no like no excuse <laughs> oh yeah I, <laughs> I, I I I wouldn't have any excuse of, yeah yeah I would just like you know if, no I, I, want, to if, if I want it I want I, I must make it yeah. so it's a solution that is i would say it's the solution, like, is, maybe it's just like my, my own pattern. It's your own stuff. Yeah, it's my own stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like, because like, be, like, I've spoken to some uh, people who actually run businesses mm-hmm. and I've also like, read certain like, biographies of yeah. like, uh, businessmen. I always see the trend that a lot of people who really make the they business, right? prefer like, to loan money, right? No. no. Oh. The okay. very sustainable ones, uh-huh. they really put in their own money. Oh, okay. But I just want to hear okay. from your know, from your perspective. That is yeah. why, and and um, and a lot of them say that right. Um, even like entrepreneurship nowadays, there's a lot of people. Like uh, the first thing that they actually want to do when they have a business, right? They start mm. to look for investors. They start to raise right. money. Okay, okay. Which at the end of the day, right, um, the failure rate actually becomes mm. very high because when okay. you have investors, you know, they have in their mind like the investors have something to actually accomplish as. As well, so you mm-hmm. can probably cannot make your own uh, the decision of yeah. If you're taking a loan, mm-hmm. maybe you actually kind of feel a bit more comfortable in the mm-hmm. sense that the rest of the money is still in your bank. Okay, kind of thing. Is that, is that what you, what you um, thought? Like when you say that you felt? Yeah, I, I just want to make no return. Okay. Yeah, it, it's more like maybe it's, it's a way to uh, push myself. Is a is. It's just who I am because I don't really own a credit card or things like that. Okay. Yeah, I prefer to use cash actually. Yeah, because my belief is if I don't have a loan, if I don't have much debt, right, then um, I have more clear mind to actually like, you know do whatever it is. Yeah. Then about the decision making that you, take, you are talking about uh, to accomplish like yeah. some other uh, shareholder or something. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes sense also. Because, okay, by right, right. It have to be one decision making then every single staff right follow that direction okay. they can work better yeah so if your staff know that okay that that part of money right is so important because it's a hard-earned money so everyone can make it better mm. yeah they really might feel that all oh, it's actually um, that, that's like you a know, one pool of money so you work harder you Basically your story is basically the classic story of uh-huh. starting from nothing, uh-huh. say, 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 uh, yeah. use your own money to start business, yes. don't take a line of credit yeah, and make it work from there. It's a bit old school I would say. But I think yeah. that's the most sustainable yeah. way I uh, exactly. I mean I, I, do, I have not actually started a business on my own but okay. I've actually read so many and so many successful stories yeah. is that the pattern is always like that. Um, I mean unless you yeah. are big giant unicorns, that's um, true. That's true, you know, Airbnb, Facebook and all that. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. yeah but I, I also feel that because it's not... Um, I mean, if you're talking about like starting a business, 300,000 is actually not a lot of money. Yeah, I mean compared to... But like, when you're in that position, uh, that's like everything you have. Ah uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> everything I have. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> is that that's like, you uh, if you lost, you lost everything. Exactly. Yeah, which is it makes you even want to work harder, you know. Would you say that with, what, with your style right, mm. it really helps to train yourself in a sense that when you, first being a hairdresser mm. I think is one thing, okay. being a business person is completely another. Mm-hmm. Does it force you to train yourself to, to combine but How do you money. make uh-huh. money when you are not taking a line of credit? Uh. How do I make money? Yeah. Like how do you make every single cent count? Mm. Yeah. Okay, I can't, I can't tell you that how do I make the money mm. but it's more like I roughly know how much I need. Okay. I will have like a, a figure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like let's say until maybe um, May or June. Right. How much do I need? Okay. Yeah, then I will like try to calculate how much do I need to like you know uh, work enough to get work that, backwards? Yeah, work uh, to get the, the the pool of money. Mm. So that is like a little bit of my style. I see. Yeah. Cool. Then uh, oh yes. Um, when you mentioned that you are someone who is actually safe. Uh, mm-hmm. Safe since the beginning right. You've always mm-hmm. been a very thrifty person. No. It, Was it difficult for you to save money? Because why I ask this question, uh, eh? um, maybe because I know you, uh-huh. I think probably midway through or even more than midway through of mm-hmm. your career up to today. Uh, eh? Yes. You've always been a very fashionable person. Okay, okay. So, on, on the surface, it's uh, that, is uh, that you, know, you really enjoy life, which is great for people you know, it, really enjoy life. Would you say that when you started out right, were you always mm. a very thrifty person or how do, you, how do you find that? Because a lot of people I think when you first start out mm. and you want to actually do a business right, the challenge is a lot of people struggle to save money. To get enough for like, right. find a balance um, in like, you know, maintaining <coughs> your own lifestyle and like saving. Okay, I, I think I roughly know how much I need. Okay. Yeah, and um, I, I wasn't a very safe person yeah. so, since you started. Since I was a junior stylist, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think all the way until I reached almost 30. Yeah, then I realized that um, I my, inside my bank, right, I don't actually have a lot of money. Okay, yeah. When I met my wife, uh, because I, I need to be very transparent. Yeah. yeah I, I told her about, like, okay, how much I have. Is this something you can say now? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, because, because I really let like, her know. Like, uh, okay, that's there, a little bit about like how I. Uh, like talk about like money issue, things like that. Right. I, I literally tell my wife that, um, I mean girlfriend back then. Like, yes. I only have like less than 20000 when yeah. I was 30 years old. Okay. That is how much I save throughout the, the years, which is, I'm not a very um, like safe person. Right. And, um, but it, it's because like, you know, when you actually have a target already. Right. Yeah, which is my, my wife, right, made me realize that I have, I must have some target also right yeah then, but because mm. was it because you had a very uh, you, uh for, forgive me mm. for, for using the of better mm. w- do you would you say that you were a very spendy mm. person for your lifestyle uh, or was I... it because because you actually mentioned that mm. you invested a lot in causes and things like that yeah yeah, so it was it, it wasn't like you actually mm. anyhow spent money in. um okay, and then I need to break into a few parts really. yeah when I'm a junior studyhm until I'm almost 30, I don't really, you know, buy a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, because almost every year, right, that full of money going into learning. Mm. Yeah, it's only when I'm 30, like, you know, things are a bit more stable. Then, right. uh, yeah, then I, 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 I enjoy fashion. Mm. Yeah, so I invest a lot into like, you know, fashion thing. Mm. Yeah, but uh, and, and it's, so, it, it's also made me realize that how to save and spend at the same time. Because my philosophy is like if you just save right and you don't know how to spend money, your money will never waste mm. because you will always feel that, oh, I'm enough. Okay. This maybe three, four thousand is enough for me to uh, go through my whole month. Mm. Yeah, I, I can save like maybe thousand, thousand five. I have enough to survive. Yeah. But without spending more, right, you, you are always stuck there. You always believe that, oh, this, this is good enough already. But with uh, trying to like, you know, um, create more experience mm. through spending and I uh, try to like, you know, get a better lifestyle. Mm. Then if only that, like, you know, I push myself into this extent, then I realize that I can actually earn better. Okay. Yeah. I see. And um, once you actually... It will come to the point that yeah. you know you have to save money already. Okay. Yeah then you're already earning not too bad. Mm. So that is like, you know, when you can save easier. So when you met your uh, girlfriend like that, mm. that was when you already knew that one day you're gonna be doing your business. Is that why your no, mindset not, shifted not clear and, yeah. and you forced yourself to actually save up to that amount and then you start? Uh, when I save up to that amount, right, it's because you, I want to start a life with my wife. Oh okay. yeah, like wedding, house, things okay. like that. Yeah. So that's where It is a do-or-die goal. Uh, Yes. Because I would imagine (laughs) that, you know, coming from when you first actually told a girlfriend that the jump to that amount Mm. probably would be something that I'm I'm not sure whether you actually Mm. is a kind of do-or-die, I definitely must achieve this amount or something like that. Something like that. I will keep pushing. Okay. Yeah, I will keep pushing. So you kind of sacrifice within that five years, a bit of your lifestyle. About... (laughs) Would you say I think it's about two years. Oh, about two years. years, yeah. two when, years. When, when I know that I, I need to do, I need to save to that amount, right? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like slow down my spending already. Yeah. I imagine it's a drastic change. Uh, yeah, there is about almost one whole year, right, if I remember correctly. I think that one whole year, right, I didn't spend anything on myself at all. Yeah. No, no stuff. Like, I, I didn't go shopping, anything. Okay. Yeah. Just save. Yeah, because I know that I need I need that money. Okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's not a very correct way to teach other. Mm. But uh, I think it kind of uh, proved that it works. Mm. At least for me. La, mm. When All I right. know that, okay, I, I need to achieve somewhere. Right. I must get it. Then I will just force myself to do it. Right. Yeah. And then when you achieve whatever you actually were supposed to actually say. So you mentioned that you mm-hmm. were supposed to be wedding and things like that. So mm. the business part actually became clearer later on. Um, yes. So, does that mean that when you achieve that amount, that money mm. was supposed to really more of the for the family? Okay, but the business came in and. Yes. Okay, that was another decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like along making, the way, stage uh, early, suddenly, like, it, it, it just happened that way. Right. It just happened that way. Like, suddenly, I feel like, okay, I, I must open my own really. I, I, I want to do it really. Yeah, because of, I, I, you know, it's just like your uh, gut feeling. Mm. Yeah, it's time to do it. Then I kind of talked to my wife like um, maybe we we don't buy like fancy stuff yet, like don't don't get a condo or things like that. Then I initially that pool of money right is for our house. Yeah, yeah, it's for like the whole wedding package. Yes, yeah, and um, my wife is very understanding. Yeah, so I, when I talk to her, she actually gave me a permission. Okay, yeah. Even though that I, I do save that part of money. Okay. Yeah. Then she said that. Okay. Just do it. Yeah. As long as we have a house, and uh, I think every, everything will be done. So I think this this mm. this is the decision making uh, stage, right? That I feel that a lot of people, including mm. myself, in the past, mm-hmm. it's a very crucial stage, mm-hmm. and it's something. It's a stage whereby not everyone will feel comfortable you're actually making because especially you know wedding and setting up a family actually Mm. is in the picture and and choosing between that and embarking Mm. on a completely new life i would say because you're actually running a business Yeah, it's uh i cannot imagine it being easy at all (laughs) is okay it is not easy it's it's difficult that's why it's moving right yeah because if it is easy right i would say that everyone is like their own box. Yeah, they will own like, you know, most of the entrepreneurship. Really. Yes. It's because like, you know, you, do you believe in yourself when you actually want to start something? Yeah, and uh, it's a very important message, mm. which is you have to ask yourself, is this going to be ready? Yeah, do you want to do it? So if you uh, get confident enough, if you start believing in yourself, then you can do it right but what were mm. the reasons that you actually think back oh these are the reasons that i feel that i i i, mm. I, I, I honestly want to know okay. your thought process okay, okay. because I, for me right as a, per, as a person to actually make me to give me the kind of confidence that okay mm. i'm ready right i need to have reasons that i, I think back, that right reason. okay mm. I, I feel that i have enough regulars for example mm, mm-hmm. and i feel that based on the relationship i have with my regulars for the past 10 years mm-hmm. i feel that 80 percent. Of, uh, confidence right, mm-hmm. most likely they will continue to actually support me and that actually gives mm-hmm. me a very solid foundation to actually start my business. I don't know, this is my, this is my thinking if okay. I could do anything like that, was it something that, so basically what I'm trying to ask is was it a calculated risk like when you actually were jumping in right, mm-hmm. was it like because I'm a do or die of mm-hmm. personality that's why I'm willing to go in or was mm-hmm. it a calculated risk? I did do a little bit of calculation like yeah. um, how much I need to mm-hmm. be able to like, um, like make the business sustainable. Yeah. Like I do a simple math. that's all. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like what do you say, like what, what is the um, important stuff that to push you mm-hmm. to believe so in like, 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 you're really? Yeah. yeah right. um, to me, it's, it's more like the gut feeling just came in. What is the gut feeling? Yeah. Is it, like, uh, I, it, I have come to the point that I know that it has to be done. Okay. Yeah. Then um, you just have to like, you know, I think you start a few things, talk to a few people and whether they believe in you or not. I mean, talk to a few um, like the future partner that you have. Alright. As as in like, you know, those people that's going to work for you. You have to like, you know, do a few talks, tell them and ask them about hairdressing. If they actually enjoy your idea, if they actually buy whatever that you are trying to like, you know, selling to them, um, because you need a you need a team. Mm. If you can get a team, then they actually trust you enough. I would say that uh, what, what, is, what is the thing to do? Yeah, because you already um, get ready your team, so just do it. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. It's definitely a very very uh-huh. uh, what's that difficult decision and, and, and I I know it's difficult. Actually, even until, today, I, yeah. even until today, yeah. Even today, I tell you that like uh, now now we are actually uh, doing quite okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, but it's still difficult. Honestly, it's looking still back. Uh, Looking back or looking forward. Okay. Yeah. It is still not easy because like, you have to start to understand what is business. Yeah. Business is, is not something like uh, now everything is good, mm. you can just chill, you can just relax. No, you, you, you have to like constantly think about what is next. Mm. Yeah, how to actually make your staff realize that, okay, um, what, what is our next adventure? Mm. What is the uh, uh, next idea of hairdressing that we have? Mm. What is the next thing that we're going to launch? Mm. We have to be very um, ready to go into the competition with like other hairdressing, mm. yeah Th- that is one of the good things though mm. because like it feels like it's, it's, it's always refreshing mm. yeah I mean for me as, as in, in, in hairdressing mm. it's always fun because like you, you you have to keep thinking you have to keep refresh you have to keep pushing yourself like okay this this product is done okay mm. what what is next mm. yeah so I, I'm quite blessed like, as a hairdresser. Because I feel that i never being bored as a hairdresser. A... you never know, being what? I, I'm, not, I'm not bored. bored like? Yeah, I'm not bored. Okay. Yeah. It's like I'm not, I'm not tired about it. Like, I, I'm so looking forward to every day to work. I'm very enjoying to meet my client. Even like, you know, just do a simple cut. Like to change a bit of the look. It actually feels very fun. I think it's the part where I think mm. probably 99% of the people out uh, there would want to actually try to achieve one day, able to actually go to work and not feel like work because that's Mm -hmm. where I think you are at your best position in terms Mm -hmm. of like mentally, Mm -hmm. you know like your mental wellness wise that Mm -hmm. you can actually really pursue and continue to push through those Mm -hmm. obstacles that that are being thrown at you. It's, it's more like <clears throat> I, I think I just hit a lock fee, Yeah, it's more like I, I choose something that I really enjoy doing. I know not, not every single one out there, right? They are doing whatever they want. Mm. They're more like dragging their whole body mm. to work, mm. which is quite a sad thing. Mm. Which is my, my advice to myself. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. No worries. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. huh? <laughs> Good thing coming in. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like do do you do you want to waste your time when you go to work? Or you want to like you know uh fully utilize your time when you are at your position? Mm. Yeah. Just if you go to work right just because you have to work, then you are just simply waste about 10, 10 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the rest of the time, right, it's more like I don't know what to do next. Yeah. So that ten hours right, you can actually send a very good message to all your friends, all your uh, people around you, like to to be an example, to be like you know one of the influencers uh, that that tell them what kind of lifestyle that we can create through our career. Yeah. Otherwise you will be very sad. Ten hours every day, so bold. Yeah. And you go into your work you just like, you know, keep thinking that oh, I just need to get my paycheck next month. That's why I come to work. Have you ever... Yeah. Because I'm sure you've met a handful of uh, uh, junior stylists mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. stylists that you've been leading. Yeah. Some of them obviously have tremendous passion yes. in hairstyling, Some of them, of course, maybe through halfway or maybe after mm. a while, they feel that like, hey, actually hairstyling is not for me. Yeah. What would you say to these people? Like, have you ever told any hairstylist, mm. for the sake of your happiness, for mm. the sake of your life, okay. so that you don't waste your own life, continue mm. to find something that you like? Okay, this we will touch about the a little bit of the talent, natural mm. talent. Have have you have you told anyone um, that before? I I did. <laughs> okay, yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. I think it takes a. A lot of leadership to actually mm. do this because I think yeah. it's, it's. I think you do him or her mm. more than mm. good than, than bad. Yeah, that's true. Because I think some people, it's a hard truth, though. It's a hard truth, yeah. and it's it's so that he doesn't waste his time. Yeah. Um. Okay. I. I was. I was do a little bit of analyze on that particular person. Yeah. Like looking at whether they are suitable or not, whether they have the gear to actually like you know work in a certain line, mm. and. Uh, I, I need to be very uh, observant, okay, I will still give chance. I will talk to them like, <coughs> how are we going to actually make things work? Yeah. Like if you really want to like, you know, keep continue this line, you have to practice. You have to keep like polish, you have to like begin to change yourself. Mm. And if they are not willing to change, yeah. then maybe it's time to like tell them that, Maybe you can think about like other things. Yeah. Yeah. Because after all, right, this is still a customer service. Yes. Yeah. If you if you don't involve in customer service, if you don't like like that. Yeah. If you don't enjoy that part, yeah. yeah. Like being serving people. Yeah. Then you can't. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. Because we are not living in the eighties or seventies. Mm. Which is like customer coming because hey, you can cut hair. Hey? Mm. Yeah. Now it's more like you have to combine every single element because everyone <coughs> can't. Um, not everyone can cut. I mean, like, <laughs> but uh, to, to to give to give like a, a good <laughs> haircut. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right. yeah. You have to combine a lot of like you know, different different element like um, like your, your, where's the location of shop, mm. like how is the furnishing, yes. and uh, how is your customer service. Right. Like a lot of combination. Like if you lost one of it, right? To mm. some of the customer, they might feel that. Uh, when you lack up one point, you're zero. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of point there, right? Yeah, but you, when, like how good when you're actually giving in but when you actually just took one point away, it's considered zero. Mm. Yeah, so you have to like, you know, be ready like in every single category, I would say. If you are not the um, customer service type, it's, it's really tough. Yeah, well, that's what you would hear, tell them. Then I, I need to I need to say that to my staff. it yeah. makes sense uh. Yeah, it, it, it's tough sometimes. Yeah, it's really tough. Because otherwise, I think you also feel heart pain that mm-hmm. you know they are wasting their time away. Yes, I human to human. I talked right? to my past partner friend. I like, uh, I I did like you know, ask some of my junior to like you know, choose something else. I mean it's, it's not up to me to decide Right, of course But I have to like, you know, give them a, a few insight. I need to tell them a few uh, reality check Like whether you are good enough to like, know, stay in this line Or I will encourage do you have something else yeah, Because I, I see that they, they are not enjoying it. Mm. Yeah. Like why, why would we Why, why we have to like, you know, waste this kind of like, you know, time like asking, oh, you have to keep changing mm. when they are already not enjoying what they are doing. Yeah. And also, it's because of this kind of experience, I need to come up with like, you know, other programs how to, how to make, make them feel excited, right. how to uh, make them uh, realize that, okay, this is something that is going to change your life. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we have to, like, you know, do some analysis on it, like make sure that we give the correct direction to our, our staff. So, yeah. so being, ha- having your, the kind of experience that you have, today, mm. what's that one thing you think mm. a hairstylist should have to be successful? Well, being a hairstylist, yeah, because you mentioned yeah. that, you know, uh, to cut a good hair, all these are like, mm. these are the things that you should already know. I think the okay t- talent is really the the first. We say so talent is the hard skills. Uh, the hard skill, then your attitude. Yeah, I I sorry. I think I will choose attitude first. Okay. Yeah, if you don't have the good attitude, and uh, if you don't want to be patient about what you are doing, okay. Then your hard skill cannot be done. Yeah. So your at- attitude have to be very important. Attitude can be like you know. Uh, Combine with a lot of uh, emotion. It can be like whether you want to um, like push yourself, enough, mm. yeah. Whether you are uh, a perseverant kind of person, yeah. So it's all like you know about your attitude, mm. yeah. Can determine what kind of person you are, Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, maybe you still have. Um, a lot of inputs to this, um, we were just talking about it earlier, but I just want to mm. uh, pick your brain a little bit further if you have anything to add. Mm. Uh, so you mentioned that B Salon actually was kind of on, the, on track of breaking mm. even back then in about one and a half years. One about and a, a half year, year, yeah. How do you do it? How do we do it? <laughs> mm-hmm. How do we do yeah. it? You have to know your business. Okay. You have to know your business uh that will come in with a lot of number really okay. which is one thing that i hate the most <laughs> which is when you, when you mentioned was yeah. it, it's it's more simple like you, you're just a simple math or was it like you you hire someone to no 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 we, we are the one who do it yeah okay, okay. yeah okay you just have to make sure right almost every month must have a profit okay yeah then if you are um, spending too much or if like you know, there's uh, there's no income at all. I mean, for for the salon, you have, to you have to study. You have to go and figure out what is the thing that you overspend. Oh okay. yeah, what is the thing that you overspend? Why is it there is no profit? Then uh, is it your stuff is not doing great enough? Then there is there's quite a few things that you can check into it. Um, that will determine that like, what kind of leader you are. You have to check it out. Um, whether they are just doing haircut, whether they are just good at colouring, whether they just doing perm, right. Yeah, you have to go and tackle which is the problem that your staff is having. Yeah, because your staff is the, is the best value, is Right. Yeah, they are your asset. Yeah, if your staff is not doing good, then you just simply don't want to say anything. Right. Yeah, you just let them be who they are. Yeah. Because some of the uh, studies, they don't want to get stressed up. Right. Which is like they just tell you that, oh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, this, this is me. This is my style. But you have to like, don't break down for them. You have to really break down uh, what is the thing that they are lacking of. Mm. Yeah, but because I, I can't just allow the hairstylist, right? Every day, every single day, just do a wash and blow. Oh, yeah. If a stylist that every day just do a wash and I right. mean there must be something wrong with his skill. Right. Yeah. He never asks the, the client whether do you need a haircut. Mm. Which is, is not it is it, not bright, you know. 100%. Yeah. So the, the so during that period of time, definitely, you know, um, your, your team mm-hmm. were, was very frequently being briefed in terms mm-hmm. of like um, what was the status, how how, how was it like, and things like that. I want to mm-hmm. as a leader, definitely, mm-hmm. there were times whereby you sense that um, you know. Your stylist, your your team, basically mm-hmm. probably feel stressed to actually feel to actually fulfil that the, the mm-hmm. targets and things like that. As a leader, how do you ensure them and like you know pick them out and bring them on? I do on it the, first. Okay. I do it first. I, I show them that like how much I can push myself. Okay. Like how many hours that I can I can make it to actually like you know drive drive myself mm. to push myself. To what I want mm. to make sure that the company is earning. Mm. Yeah, I will show them first. Okay. Yeah. So that it, it's only when I do that, right? Then they realize that like, oh, actually we can do it as well. Mm. Yeah. If I'm just saying, if yeah. I'm just telling that oh, you can actually make this work. Yeah. Without like you know presenting yes. to them, without like you know showing them like okay how to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And they will just think that you're talking cock. Yeah. I will say that make <laughs> it make sense. Of, yeah. Yeah. Show it to them like how, how you can actually do it. Yeah, because a lot of uh, apprentice, apprenticeship, right? It's more like they are just there to look for a mentor. Yeah. yeah, they want to see like how things to transform. Yeah, and you can't just like telling them. Yeah, okay, this is how it works. Just like if I, if I tell you 1 plus 1 is 2, right? You might know 1 plus 1 is 2, yeah. but what's the formula? Like maybe they are looking at a formula by not knowing that there is a the formula. Yeah, so you have to the show them. Yeah, it's it's true, and I I can vouch for it. Like during peak seasons or mm. yeah, especially peak seasons, mm. he can be working as a as a business owner. You're willing to actually put in the hours. Uh, and you can like knock off like eleven. Yeah, some the yeah. even told me that oh, Yesterday, I finished work at about one. Yeah, yeah. I reached one at about two. That's like <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, because um, because I want to make it work for right? me. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, you know, um, if, I, if I want to do it, just do it. Yeah, I, I won't give much excuse. excuse. Uh. Yeah, cool. Um, oh, in your journey so far, you mentioned that, you know, you actually went through like periods where you actually struggled, but I want to know what was the, mm. in your journey so far, right, what was, what has been the biggest setback so far uh-huh. that you can actually think of? Yeah, what's the biggest setback so far? Setback four, like in your journey, in your career. What's okay. the biggest that you recall right was your no. lowest period? Mmm. Lowest, eh. <laughs> oh. lowest. Which means mean that yeah. I don't know, every day oh, it's just so soon. Yeah. No, but like before you actually found that was such clarity, uh-huh. um, even like you can you can talk about like even since you started as a junior stylist. That, uh, the, the, the one that I'm talking about. Okay. That that I was almost you. quit then. I look for another job. What happened? Uh, I I feel that I'm not good enough. Yeah. Was there one incident or two incidents that actually or maybe a serious know, incident that you felt that oh you're just not cut up to be an I... hairdresser? Yes, I would say. Um, there's a few experience that um, I didn't manage to achieve what I thought that is correct for my client. Yeah I thought that oh I, I can I, I can but the gone wrong. Hack it's not gone wrong. It's okay. not good enough. Yeah, then yeah I don't know why. Okay. Yeah that, that was like you know many years back The we, customer you is not good enough Uh not exactly it's more like uh I, I would say that the local client they are they're being very very nice. Right. Yeah. Because maybe we are not the outspoken kind of personality. Okay. Like even it's not that good right. Um, I think mean back then, they weren't they weren't literally tell you that, oh, uh, I don't think I like this. Yeah, it's more like, you know, they just, uh, mm, okay, uh, okay yeah, then probably they never come back to you. Oh Yeah, that, that kind of situation. So, because they never come back to you, mm. that's why you felt that. Mm. Uh, I I myself feel that I <clears throat> did not do a good job. Because I, I know that I can do better, but I don't know how. Mm. Yeah, so that was quite low actually. Yeah, so you gave yourself. Higher expectation. Okay. Yeah. I, I want, just like I, when I was much younger, I, I thought that I can do it. But to go to that level, like to give a very uh, precision haircut, a very per- perfect look, it takes more than just I thought that I can do it. Mm. Yeah. That's the reason I go out of the country, like practice all the fundamentals. Mm. Yeah. Which is like... Um, is this a wake-up call that whether you want to focus enough? Yeah. If you're talking about the lowest point, I think this will be like, Yeah, almost like, you know, I uh, want to quit. You know. Okay. Yeah. Because at the point of time, you thought that you could actually do better. Um, so it's yeah. not, m- nobody told you that oh you're not good enough or anything like that. Not even your seniors uh, or your mentors at the point of time. Okay. This is a bit of the hairdressing thing. Okay. That when you are junior, right? Um, most of your senior back then mm-hmm. la, they won't tell you much okay yeah they might they might they might say that oh your haircut is lousy yeah not good enough but they won't tell you how to make it better okay yeah because they might afraid that you become better then yes. they take away yes. all your fine yes. yeah this this is how this it works, works you know? yeah. okay. the industry yeah. mm. this is the industry it happens sure. to a lot in oh, yeah. Yeah. That sure. that's true that's true yeah so so in a way right I myself need to go and find out that what's wrong with the with the haircut? Mm. Yeah. Is it a formula issue? Yeah. Am I really not good enough? Then you start to doubt yourself. Yeah. Uh, am I not a good uh, hairdresser? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Did it kind it of
0: you even further that the industry was like that. Uh, that your environment was not supportive. Even until now, no. Mm. Yeah, even until now. Which is like, I try to change that. That's why I can see yeah. in, your, in your B salon, you mm. try to have a very yes. different culture. We, we will constantly upgrade our staff, mm. tell them what is, what is the right thing to do, mm. uh, which is a little bit pushy sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because like the junior might not be happy. Culture, yeah. 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 Okay, it's, it's a very big change you know. Mm. Like, I think 10 years ago, right, for those people who actually uh, want to learn skill, mm. um, they will keep asking. Hey, how how should I do this? Like how do I uh, make it like uh, more perfect? How do I like you know, uh, finalize this product to be better? Mm. That was like 20 years ago. But nowadays, the youngster that I feel, right? If you teach them more, they will feel that you're very annoying. Yeah, if you tell them that this thing we can, uh, you know, uh, create a little bit of like a different image. They might feel that, uh, are you trying to say that I'm not good enough? Okay, yeah. So you have to find a way. <laughs> okay. It's an art. <laughs> it's an art. You have to find a way to tell them that, oh, uh, can be better, you know. Okay, understand. <laughs> but going back to the like mm. it, the setbacks, right? Uh, I just want to really understand a bit mm. further. Um, but you mentioned that you gave yourself high expectations, so mm. there's really no one actually tell you that you're not good enough. You you, you mm. told yourself that. And that's why a you... A little actually, bit of a mix, I think. Be a bit a little mix, bit, bit of mix, of mix yeah. Okay. Because we are not in the culture that like people will straight uh, tell you in the face that oh you're bad at what you're doing, all right, um, no, nothing like that. But it's more like a combination. Mm. You you kind of feel that oh this is not good enough. Yeah, mm. you have to improve on this and do that. Do you struggle with judging yourself too much at times? Looking back, uh, it means self uh, condemn, self doubt, self condemn. Yes, yes. Okay, I do. Yeah, is that what you realized that it was unhealthy and then you fixed it somehow? Mm. How, how, how do you deal with <clears> it? <throat> okay, so you, have to, you have to go to the bottom before you actually climb up. Right? Yeah. So that is something that um, uh, I would say that it's more like a wake up call for myself. So. Yeah, which is I know that it's not good. Like how how to do it, how to fix it. Okay. Yeah. Then you start to like, you know, do some research. Okay. Yeah. You start to like, you know, uh, find a way to actually um, rebrand it. Rebranding yourself, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. So basically not just judging yourself mm-hmm. at a time for the sake of judging, but try mm-hmm. to see through the mm, see through the smoke and try to see as objectively as possible instead of like what you're not good at. Yeah. You have to be more clear about like, you know what you are not good at. Okay. Instead yeah. of just telling yourself every single day that you're yeah. just not good at it. Uh, if, you, if you keep doing that, right, I think you'll quit eventually. Ah, yeah. Okay. So like because I think that's what a lot of people actually struggle with. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, you have to find a problem. Then you have to find a solution to solve it. Mm. Like if you keep every day, keep telling yourself that oh, I'm not I'm not good. I'm not good. Then you are not good. Yeah. But if you want to like, you know, um, break it out, you have to um. You, if you want to like you know really understand yourself even more mm-hmm. then find a way. Yeah I would say that just keep practicing. Yeah. I think in our conversation before you actually okay. shared this also um, that B salon is not your end game. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to ask what is your end game? Have you figured it out? It, it's okay if you've never figured it out but you, just tell me your thought process. Just my Just my Correct. What is what uh, you be, think is your end game? I want to encourage more local okay. to come into hairdressing. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel that hairdressing, it can be like... Mm. Um, it's it such a life-changing career. Mm. Yeah, it can... I would say that the income can be good if you work hard enough. Mm. Yeah. And um, actually, I don't have... Um, I don't have much plan yet. Like about how Salon is going to um, be a fan choice or whatever. Right. But whatever that we do right now, right? I want to create a bigger team first. Mm. Yeah, because if if only I have a bigger team, that I can like do uh, more success in hairdressing. Mm. But um, the next thing that we're going to do is we want to like you know encourage more like young people to join hairdressing. Mm. Yeah. So this is the the next year we're planning. When yeah. you mentioned life changing, um, I just want to hear mm. it from you. Although I actually probably uh-huh. know the answer, but I think you have more things to add. Mm. In your perspective, based on your experience, what do you mean by life changing? In this mm. career, you can bring a better life for your family. Okay, and mm. you can actually even help your friend surrounding. Okay, yeah. Their- I mean, in terms of like, if they need help, mm-hmm. you can be able to actually, you like, know, um, give in some advice or maybe some money issue. Okay. Yeah. You can do a lot of change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's something that a lot, you mentioned because local, mm-hmm. something that a lot of locals don't see yet or? The, it's, it's, bas- it's basically a very tough line. Yeah. Okay. It's a very. Um, um, I would say you have to work long hours, especially when you like. It's not something that immediately everyone's first choice. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it, it's not even like a fifth choice or sixth choice. Okay, <laughs> okay. so it's <laughs> the image but, of, yeah. the, of the of the other role, is it? Yeah. Um, of, the, of the industry, something like that. Like, okay, just like most of the parents, they might want their kid to get into the top first few career, Correct. like engineering, lawyer, right. doctor, right. Uh, accountants, uh, right. that, that few things, which is like um, easier, um, like the status is different. Yeah, but hairdressing, if you work hard enough, right, you can get somewhere also, but people don't see that yet. Yeah, they only see that, um, oh, you're just cutting hair. Yeah, you only like, you know, um, just talk to people while you're working. But with the rights of like, K-pop, um, mm-hmm. different hair trends mm. from different parts of the world. Does that help mm. the industry? Um, I have to say that it does have some impact. Does it get yeah. more like young people excited uh, hairdressing is something I want to try? Or do you still that? Not music? not that many. Not really. Yeah, okay. They might want to try a new hairstyle. Okay. Yeah, looking at all the K-pop artists okay. like when they have uh, something quite interesting. Right. Um, but not many of the young people want to join as a hairdresser. Mm. Yeah, it's more like they just want to look good at it. Mm. Yeah. And I imagine especially for guys it will be a bit mm-hmm. harder because like, mm. it, it, it mean, am I correct hard to Harder right? to go into hairdressing. In a sense that, um, yeah lot of they will not mm-hmm. actually think about hairdressing as a career I, I mm. feel that a lot of people try to tend to see that oh this is actually not so much of a job that a lot mm-hmm. of guys will actually choose. Is that? Generally, what people are actually seeing? I, I cannot give you a solid answer because okay. <clears throat> every single one they have like their own perspective. Yeah. I, I can locally. The, locally, right? Yeah. Um, I can't decide on the question. Okay. Yeah. I can't I can give you a very solid answer. Mm. But I can only say that not many people will actually hang on to the very last day to become a hairdresser. Yeah, they will able a join. Uh-huh. then they will quit like half oh, a okay. because they realize that, oh my god, how many years I need to work, right, to, to become a good hairdresser. Yeah, they might, they might see that oh, it's taking too long. Mm. Yeah, like maybe it, it might take up to like four or five years to become like, you know, a, a, a okay stylist. Like, I mean, uh, in terms of like uh, good salary, you might need a couple of years to build up. So yeah. to them it's like I might as well put the hours in somewhere else where yeah. so I can actually earn it a bit faster. They want to have like a solid ground, mm-hmm. yeah, which is like they, they need guarantee. Yeah, like two years later, how much do I get? Yeah, That kind of thing. But hairdressing is not something that we can guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Like it really depends on like how much, how much effort you put in. Yeah, if you have more clients, if you actually like, you know, uh, become uh, better on your scalp, uh, yeah. on, on your craft, uh, definitely you can you can earn better. Yeah. That's why but a lot of people they want the guarantee. That's yeah. why the interest the in, in the craft yeah. itself. It, you, it's it's, it's you the one to, that's gonna change you you, you, know you you have to know a few things. Whether are you a art person? Mm. Yeah. Are you are you someone that is really good at your uh, like drawing line? Or like you know, beautify something, yeah. You, you have to understand that first. Are you obsessed yeah. with that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the, uh-huh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, industry wise, hmm. what are the trends that you, in, based on your opinion, Mm-mm. that you are excited about? What are the, the trends, trends in general? Um, you mean what happened? At, whatever, so, day has happened what, now. Uh, whatever trends mm. that uh, you see, whether it is specifically mm. uh, happening in terms of like hair trends or uh-huh. like fashion trends in general, that's oh. affecting your industry that you're excited about? I would say okay. that um, currently. Because, it's air, air, because every, every three months, right, mm. there will be a, a collection mm. uh, spring, summer, winter, autumn. I have no idea. Yeah, something at some like, like, <clears throat> So, whenever <laughs> this collection came okay. up, right, there will be a certain hairstyle. That will came along as well. Okay. Then you have to okay. The fun part, right, is yeah. like you have to go and look at like the, all this collection mm. and uh, what, uh, uh, the fashion show things like that. Then you need to choose. What are those hairstyle right? Can actually make it to your own client. Okay. Yeah. Which is like it. will make it quite fun that you actually trying to do something new to your client. Okay. Yeah. Because customer have habit. Like I, I'm used to this stuff. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's say a uh, ladies who have long hair, they they don't want to change. But by looking at the collection, then you can actually tell them that oh, this is something new. Would you would you like to do something different? Okay. Yeah. Because like by using some example right of the collection, yeah, you can push as a trend. Yeah. But whether the trend right will work out for the individual one, right? Uh, that is very uh, subjective okay. Yeah. Then the stylist have to choose. Yeah. Do you do you gain uh, tr- inspirations about like trends and, and all this by mm-hmm. by observing like mm-hmm. what's happening even in the media or anything like that? Is is that you what, what you do? Yeah. Uh, I think I think this is part of the secret weapon. Okay. Yeah. You have to be quite sensitive. Sensitive. About, yeah. Yeah. Like what what is now? Okay. Yeah. What what is in? Okay. Yeah. And like whatever that is like um, not trend anymore, try not to like you know like give it back to your client. Okay. Yeah, which is like that. That's why you want to tell yourself uh, whether you are a, like advanced hairstylist. Mm. Yeah. Whether you are a good hairdresser. Mm. Because you can't you can cut something that is you know, based on like ten years ago hairstyle. Right. Still give it to your client. Yeah. You have to be sensitive enough. Yeah. Yeah. Although things that are like ten years ago, of course it will be resurfaced, mm-hmm. but you also have to be sensitive, oh. Like is it up and coming kind of thing? Ah uh, yes. Have okay. to, have to. Yeah. And also my wife is very trendy also. Oh okay. yeah, cool. She will always so like you, you know, this is good, this so, is so good. she does a lot of the research. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah she will. Yeah. <laughs> then she will bring me to shopping. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Alright, yeah. that's the end of the uh, more serious thought questions. Mm. The next round we're gonna go into is actually more of a quick, rapid fire mm-hmm. um question series of, uh, series of questions. Um first one uh, mm. actually okay. okay I think it's <coughs> gonna be quite fun to actually know from you. If oh, it wasn't I mean. for hairdressing, uh, uh. if it wasn't for hairdressing, what would you have pursued instead? Uh, musician. Musician. Yeah. Particularly which area of music? Violin. You play violin? Yes, I do. Oh God! <laughs> I knew this round was gonna be fun. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> do, do you still play violin? Um, uh, I don't have enough time to you, practice. Great, great you great grade six, great. Yeah, That's I have really a high. Royal London set. I'm not kidding Thank you. I have a grade six of Royal London set. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you were in a band? Simply. No orchestra. Uh, back in uh, S- my school day Kedah? Uh, Kada, yeah Yeah Oh, okay. Yeah <laughs> I'm cool well, what, what else do you play? Uh, guitar, drum, bass But your favourite is violin? Uh, I won't say that your favourite is a violin Violin is more like um, Because I, I really pay money to learn Paid to learn okay. Yeah, but guitar is more like you know Just hang out with one girlfriend Just keep learning What was your first encounter with violin? Like what? What? Um, to me, it's classical. Classical? Yeah. Y- you classical. know why I ask? Because a lot of uh, people like, um, whether you are staying in kampong, whether mm-hmm. you're staying in city, I think yeah. in uh, the 90s and 20s, mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a either guitar or piano kind of thing. Yeah. So violin is actually kind of um, wow. <laughs> like, so I, I want to know okay. like, what was the first encounter. First encounter uh, with violin? Um, Okay, back in those days, I, I remember there's this lady called Vanessa May. Mm, yeah, Vanessa okay. May. Uh, she, she, she made a uh, violin cool. Okay. Yeah, she put into like you know different element. I see. Make it like a, a rock kind of uh, classical. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like a mixture. so yeah, like I that. thought that on. It's, it's actually quite fun. So is it yeah. Mama or- to go and learn violin? Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, because my, so cool. uh, my, my mum used to work in Singapore, so I, I have enough of pocket money to go and learn value. Okay, yeah. And it's, it's very cheap in Malaysia. Yeah, I mean, back twenty years, learn right? from the royal language. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. okay. learn from. the from. Um, it's just like, uh, Yamaha school? Yamaha, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah okay. Yamaha school. Yeah, because I also did piano. Oh, okay. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> so I'm the normal one, is either piano or guitar oh, okay. kind of thing. <laughs> okay, second question. Um, what's the total, total number, number of tattoos yeah. right now? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I need to cast out oh, a question. Man. That's the first part of the oh, question. What's the total seven, number? 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> 11, 12, 13, 14, 16. I hope you've been staying this until this part of of the episode because if you actually miss this this is the most sun. enjoyable part. 25? <laughs> 25? 25 I think yeah, 25. It, the real part of the question, uh, what's your favorite tattoo and why? What is my <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this one? You you can't ask this in front of my wife, you know. <laughs> okay, you, I, I I think that um Let's, let's look at the eyes first Okay Yeah Because these eyes belong to my wife Okay And I also don't want to like you know Get a full picture of my wife mm-hmm. That would be too cheesy okay. okay Yeah So the eyes will be good enough Okay, okay. She Keep her eyes on oh, me Keep her eyes on you <laughs> Every time you look at <laughs> your watch Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <it's there>. <laughs> <laughs> then I think the second one will be um, I think it will be my parents Then that's very third. cool Yeah then the third will be my grandpa I've never seen that Really? Yes yeah, my grandpa, I, I, I've seen this. Oh, okay. Oh, is this, uh, no, what? Where, where no? was this added from oh. last year? Yeah, so this is my grandpa. It's nice. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's all of my family. Yeah. What's that? 113. 113, one, one, yeah. That's a secret. Oh, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> okay, one, one, three, yeah. <laughs> um, Next one is also mm. on your tattoo. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. specifically, one piece of tattoo that I always mm. found is very interesting, and you mm. and were the first one that I thought, that hey, no one really actually put that kind of tattoo on, on your arm. Oh, okay. Although I, I do have any uh-huh. tattoos. And that's the tattoo of your hometown. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> what is your favorite childhood memory? Uh, freedom? Stress, peace? Mm and you don't know about the world. Was there any particular uh, memory incident that reminded you of your town, Or it was just a collection of memories? If you were to pick up one. It's, it's just it's a collection. collection. It's just a collection. You, you mean why, why I put no, the... No, it's not why. Oh, oh. Like what was your favourite childhood memory? What is my favourite childhood? Like... Um, Can you think of one thing? If I have to say one thing it's like mm. you don't need to worry about money now. Oh okay. Yeah. Because everything is just so simple. Like you don't need to worry about the future. I imagine yeah. you running around the fields. Uh with someone like that. Of course. Paddy Pew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is that that's Kai. why I have a pretty field. Fly yeah, kite. Uh play on the train track, you know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Last question. Okay. Um, but I think it's, it's going to be a very valuable one to a lot of people out there. Do you see yourself as a business person first or an artist first? I see myself a, as an artist first. Okay. Yeah. Business comes next. Okay. Yeah. Because if you, if you don't have a picture of what kind of um, person you want to become, the business is always like a commercial type, mm. yeah. then you will always worry about money, mm. yeah. then you are lost whatever that is initiated, mm. you will lost your passion, you will lost like you know your uh, character mm. and it's more like you're just like looking out for what the world needs, mm. not, not what you need. Yeah, so I would say that Find find yourself first. Yeah, understand what, what can you need. Yeah. yeah, try to, try to like, you know, look into look deeply. Uh, try to, try to like, you know, do a lot of calculation okay. of whether this is something, something that I can or cannot be. Mm. Yeah. Then when you, you decided, the business business back. Finding yourself, I think that's a very good note to actually end this podcast. Thank you so much Thank bro, you, Shyam, for doing this episode. <laughs> I think there's a lot of value to a lot of people who are trying to step into the creative industry or specifically even hair mm-hmm. hairdressing mm-hmm. industry. Um, yeah, if you guys are curious about his um, uh, B Salon. Yeah, actually a millennial. If uh, anyone were to try to find you on social media, social yeah, social yeah, media social where are you it. most active on? Well, um, B Salon. Yeah, just B Salon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. B yeah. Salon or SG, is there SG? Uh, B Salon SG right, on Instagram. Oh, right. uh, in- so, anybody who wants some life advice, oh. can they just DM you? Can, 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 of course. Yeah. Just yeah. DM you on Sham <laughs> <Sh-h-a-m-m-i-l-t-o-n laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, alright. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> See you guys in the next episode. Bye bye. <laughs> okay.